On this episode of Video Marketing 2.0, we talk about strategy, video marketing strategy, why it's so critical, and how to do it. With our guest, Jeff Peltier, CEO of Base2 Media. The video revolution is here, and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. So, Brendan, uh, I've been away for a couple of days, and in between, I understand that uh, the world of video marketing or video marketing 2.0 is still standing. Uh, yeah, despite what you probably would have expected when you returned, uh, we did survive your absence. Uh, some would say we've even made strides, but it's good to have you back, Joel. Okay, well, that's great. Well, and I'm excited because um, at Wistia Fest, and we've been talking a lot about Wistia Fest, it was, you know, the highlight of our year so far. That's um, right. You know, we had a chance to meet uh, and, and talk with our guest, uh, Jeff Peltier, who is the co-founder and CEO of Base2 Media. Uh, they're a video marketing agency based in Vancouver, Canada. Uh, Canada, British Columbia. So um, the reason that I thought it would be great to talk with Jeff, because we're in the same space, but we we all are attacking very similar problems. And some of the problems that we have to deal with are the issues of video marketing strategy. How do we get um, our clients or people that come to us, how do we try to convey to them the importance of thinking about a strategy before you actually get into production? So, uh, Jeff, thank you for uh, for joining us and um, look forward to a lively discussion. Yeah, thanks for having me. So when somebody comes to you, what is the and, – and they they have either a, a whole load of questions or maybe they, they come to you and they already have what they think are the answers. You know, mm -hmm. here's a script, here's a this, here's a that. What's your first reaction? Is it like, well, that's really great – you know, let's step back a second and talk about what do you actually want to do with a video or do you sort of sort of let them talk and then you sort of lead them to where you really want them to get to? No, I mean, it, it, that's pretty much it. We, we sort of, you know, when somebody calls, they almost always have an idea of, of what they want to have produced. Um, they might have a script. They might have some locations and in mind for filming and some people in mind. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll hear them out and, and every every time pretty much we, we say, okay, well, let's stop for a second. Let's look at the bigger picture here. What are we trying to accomplish? So why video? Um, why now? Um, and what's the, what is, what's sort of the business objective here that we're, we're trying to, to achieve. And so Jeff, this is more really in the, in the realm of strategy. And that's really, I think the, when we talk about video marketing 2.0, you know, it, just in that phrase, we're signaling a shift going away from thinking in terms of just production, how to make a good video and more how to make video work for you. So what are, if you had to define, you know, video strategy, what are some of the, the key elements that you think people should consider when they start, let's say, mapping out their video strategy? Well, I, I don't think production is, is really the challenge anymore. I mean, equipment's a lot cheaper. There's a lot of talented, um, you know, filmmakers and technicians coming out of school at the time. Um, it's quite easy for businesses to produce their own videos internally. We're seeing that, we're seeing that increasingly. Um, but where I think a lot of people get stuck is on the, the strategic side of things. And that's, that's whether you're doing video marketing or just doing communications-based projects as well. Um, having a clear strategy, 
having the creative hopefully be dictated by that. You know, how many videos are you doing? How long are those videos? Are you redoing animation or, or live action? And it should be, should be a talking head or um, should we tell a story? Um, all, all, those, all those things kind of come back to what the purpose of that video is. What are we trying to achieve? What will success look like? And how will we know if we've achieved it? How are we going to measure those results? Um, so that's usually where we bring the conversation back to right away. And um, often we find that people haven't really thought through the, the problem they're trying to solve enough to have answers to our questions. Um, and other times they do have clarity around those answers and, and it leads us down a really interesting path where we can talk about um, maybe a completely different approach to solving their problem than they originally had in mind. And to be honest, once in a while, it, uh, it leads to me saying, you know, maybe video is not the best solution for this problem. It might, you know, video is, is uh, fairly cost effective um, in some ways, but it can be, you know, there's, there's a high barrier of entry uh, compared to, say, just writing a blog post, if that's another solution to, to your problem. So um, once in a while, that's, that is our, our kind of, you know, final answer is, you know, we think this isn't really the best idea for you, not at this time, not for this particular problem. I, I think that's a, a, a good a good approach. I think that people, this is not a inexpensive, you know, there's an expense, you can do it inexpensively, but even inexpensively, it's not a inexpensive thing like just posting a blog post, which really costs nothing. And what I have found often is that people really have to dig hard to understand how to tell a message succinctly. There, a blog post you can write forever. You can write 500 words, 5,000 words. Maybe somebody will only read 50 of them. But on a video, you really have to get that message tight. Yeah, and I think that comes down to often trying to do too much with video or with one video. Um, you know, we always say there's no such thing as a silver bullet video. So you can't say, I want, I want a video that's going to, you know, act as a recruitment tool. It's going to act as a sales tool. It's going to act as, you know, lead generation and conversion. It's going to do it all. It's going to be our corporate video. Um, that, that doesn't exist. That's, that's, you know, that's something that uh, isn't strategic. It's not measurable. It, it doesn't have a specific objective. And I think, you know, you compared it to blog posts where you often see blogs being very, you know, very targeted and very specific to one message with one specific call to action. And unfortunately, when we look at video, we don't see video as an extension of that. Um, we see a video as being the entire website as opposed to a video being like a single blog post. And I think when you're approaching video, you often need to look at it as an ongoing strategy. It's iterative. Um, and you might not get it right in the first one. It takes time to develop a, uh, your voice and your, you know, your, your style uh, for your particular, for your company's, um, you know, video marketing strategy. And, um, you know, that's where that iteration comes in and sort of failing fast with your first videos is something we try to get our clients to, to try to do. And I think one of the things, Jeff, that is so important that we always stress when we talk to clients and it's so often ignored is figuring out who exactly you're talking to, you know, that question of audience, which is so key to any form of communication, you know, like just think of it in, in terms of like giving a speech. This is an example I'll, I'll give sometimes. If you're a physicist and you're giving a speech to other physicists, you will speak in more detail than if you're giving a speech to grade school students, you know. But yeah. there, are, there this is a consideration that people don't uh, take into account. So w what do you find are some of the uh, some of the tools that I guess the the or what the process you have to go through to getting people to really hone down their message uh, by audience? Yeah, I mean that's one of the you know one of the, the I'd say the second question we ask and, and you know after we've we've sort of said what are we trying to achieve is is who is the target audience and the audience can't be everybody if it's everybody it's nobody 
um, that's not a t- that's not a target audience. And the more you can drill down, the more specific you can make your message for sure. I think that's where you have to look at um, sort of your audience per- personas if you're dealing with inbound marketing. Um, and you know, really, it's kind of one message for each audience. And so, what we often find is that there might be two different audiences, maybe a primary and a, a secondary, maybe even a tertiary audience. But unfortunately, the message isn't the same for all three of those. And that means you need three videos. So it's often not the audience that determines that. It's the message for those audiences. So there may be overlap between two different audiences. But um, you know, an example would be if you're a, a franchise company and you're selling not only B2B franchises of your business, but you're also speaking to the end consumer, the B2C client. Well, you can't talk about the benefits of buying the franchise versus buying the service in the same video. Two different audiences, two different messages, two different calls to action and, and purposes, objectives to those videos. So what, you know, th- that's not a problem that we can solve just by, you know, explaining it away. But one of the things we'll try to do is get our clients to prioritize those audiences, prioritize those messages. So there's always going to be multiple potentially conflicting audiences and different messages, different objectives. But we need to pick one. Let's start with one. What's the most burning uh, issue and who's the most important audience? What's the most important one message that we need to tell properly with this first video? And let's start there. What do you say to clients who look at you and say, well, if you, or they imply, because I'm sure you've gotten mm-hmm. this, well, if you were really good, you would be able to make a video that appeals to everybody. What, what, how, how do you deal with these people? Because I'm looking yeah. for this answer myself. I, I mean, I think you can make a video that speaks to everybody, but not very well. So you can make a highly targeted video that speaks right. really well to that one person. I mean, we're talking at a granular level. Um, or you can speak very generally to a very general audience and have sort of mediocre results at best. And I think that's really, that's really it. It's, it's how important is this to you and, you know, how, how, what are you willing to say no to? Who, who are you willing to, willing to exclude to do the best job you can at having a hyper-focused message? So we look at videos being, um, you know, it's, it needs to be platform-specific. It needs to be uh, contextually appropriate um, all the way down to, you know, like exactly where in the buyer's journey um, or the sales funnel are you going to target that persona or that, that target audience? In other words, the target audience, they change over time. So it's not enough to just say we're targeting this demographic, this psychographic, but where are they in terms of their awareness about your company, your products and services, and your competitors? Um, That message may actually change over time as that buyer goes through that journey. Or if you're speaking to internal uh, staff in a a communications project, it's the same thing. Are, Are you doing a change management process? And have you communicated some of this before? Are we in step three, step four of this change management communication plan? Um, that message is going to evolve over time. And to do that properly, we need to hyper-target not just our audience, but our message um, around where that audience person is in that, that, that journey of, of being communicated to, being marketed to through your, your videos. Yeah, I think it's important for people that are getting into video marketing that are already there that the video is just a tool. It's the tool that you're using to market and not to get too in love with the tool itself. Don't to be infatuated with this, this thing that's, that's in front of you that people are going to see on their smartphone or on their tablet or on their computer. That, mm-hmm. that's the medium that you're using to convey your message. You've got to always be thinking about the message, who it's going to, how you're going to con, you know, how you're going to get that across. And, and I think you were talking, uh, I think Brendan, you asked about, you know, that, that one size fits all type of video, that perfect video. It, it sort of, 
I think because video is an expensive thing for a lot of people, it's like going to the uh, going to a restaurant. You can get a fine dish, and it's not really a big piece of food or whatever, but it's done so well. Mm-hmm. Or you can go and say, wow, look at this. I've piled everything that right. I can onto the plate. <laughs> Man, I yeah. got value because I got right. seven pounds of food there. Yeah, you can get the uh, you can get like the steamed mussels, you know, fresh from the sea, or you can get like the appetizer sampler with you know onion rings and mozzarella sticks and buffalo wings. Like, yeah, it's it's more, you know, but is it higher quality? I guess that's that's just it. I mean, video marketing needs to be a, a seven course meal where that dessert is the best dessert it can be. It's not uh, part of the you know the burger and fries platter that you're getting on. all. Man, th- these are, these are some really delicious uh, food references we're making. Absolutely. I mean, personally, personally, I can't see a downside to any of it. So maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we should use slightly different uh, analogies that aren't so tantalizing. I think that's a, uh, that's a good time to get a break. So everyone, I guess, can go run and get their, their local appetizer sampler or something. Uh, we'll get, uh, leave a little room for our sponsors and we'll be right back with Jeff Peltier. Most businesses understand the benefits of using video in their marketing, but find that it's too costly and the results are hard to measure. Others simply don't know where to start. If this sounds like you, then Base2 Media can help. Visit us at videoforbusiness.ca to learn about how we can help you develop a video strategy and get results from your videos. You don't have just one kind of customer. That's why you can't use just one marketing video. At ThinkMojo, our 3-in-1 video marketing program will help you reach all your different customers with smart, engaging content that's tailored around them. Visit thinkmojo.com forward slash 3-in-1 and find out how one video can pack the punch of three. ThinkMojo, smart videos that get results. So we're back on Video Marketing 2.0 with Jeff Peltier, who is the CEO of Base2 Media. So Jeff, one thing that was a, a big theme at Wistia Fest, and I know it's something that uh, you've spoken about, is this sort of the idea of the death of the corporate video, you know, and I think that when video marketing first became a thing, it was, uh, you wanted to get one video that explained everything about your, your company or your product, similar to what we were saying before the break. But that's really changed now in the new era. And so what is this mindset of the what are we talking about when we say the death of the corporate video? And more importantly, what's to come? What's the, what replaces it? Well, you know, I think Chris Savage did summarize it really well. The CEO of Wistia at Wistia Fest, um, he sort of spoke about the history of, of, you know, corporate video, where we started and, and how that, that evolved um, with the introduction of, of what we're now calling web video marketing. Um, you know, we've been around for, we're in our 13th year of business. So we, we started our business before there was a YouTube um, and really before web marketing. So we used to deliver on DVD. We'd deliver on, you know, videotape and we'd make copies and, you know, our, our, our corporate clients would take these eight minute corporate presentations and they'd play them in boardroom sales presentations. And, and when, when web video marketing sort of started becoming uh, a trend, I guess, with the introduction again of YouTube, um, I think the idea was that you would take your corporate video and you'd put it online, and it's sort of like a, uh, you know, it was it was like the best of uh, TV advertising, except it was free. Um, now the problem we realized over the several years of trying this and stumbling and and not quite getting it right is that that doesn't mean that the audience is necessarily there waiting for your eight minute corporate video, and it doesn't mean you can really communicate an effective message that's targeted to your audience, like we were talking about in an eight-minute video. And, and at the end of the day, nobody wants to hear about your company and how great you are and why you founded it. 
they want to hear about how you can solve their problems and how you can help them. So, I mean, a lot of our time is really spent kind of talking people out of using YouTube in the first place. Um, you know, it's, it's great for search. It, it's great for education, for entertainment. Um, but you really do need, uh, you know, a well thought out YouTube strategy to really leverage the platform. And, and you know, that's very top of funnel typically. Um, we often recommend the businesses start kind of mid-funnel where it's, you know, let's look at a conversion goal, something we can measure. Um, you're already driving traffic to your homepage. Let's see if we can increase conversions to a contact form. Um, and all that is, is sort of getting away from this idea of having a brand story video, this big epic that we need to create that's going to take two years to get right. And, you know, and once we've checked that box, we can say, great, our video marketing strategy is done. You know, those, those days are over. Um, and this is now, you know, we're into what you guys have appropriately named video marketing 2.0. We're into a new, a new way of looking at video. Um, so I think that, that, that really does, you know, we need to, to put to rest the corporate video. The corporate video is dead. What, what does it mean to have a corporate video? You, there's no such thing as a corporate video. It's, you need a whole video marketing strategy. Um, yeah, and that's, the thing, yeah. the, the, one of the things that's killing it and corporations are slow to get to this point, but people are forcing it. And that is the, uh, the smartphone. Mm-hmm. People don't want to spend eight minutes with that thing right in front of their face watching a video. 30 that's seconds, just it. 60 yeah. seconds, that's it. Yeah, and that's being platform specific. So what devices are they looking at? Are they at work when they're doing this or are they on the bus? Are they using audio or do we need to have you know, uh, captions or create something that's more visually compelling versus relying on narration? Um, those are all the you know, context. That's all very important when we're looking at at our creative. And that kind of speaks back to strategy as well. I mean, what, who are we trying to target when, and what are we trying to get them to do as a result? Are we trying to get them to change uh, some kind of behavior, um, to take some kind of action, to raise their hand in some way? Um, that all needs to be considered at, this, at the strategic stage, at the outset. One of the greatest things, that I used to be in the world of consumer products. And mm-hmm. one of the things about consumer products that's great is that you want to help your consumer use it up so you come again and buy some more. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I think it was a shampoo. Uh, I forget who started it with the, the whole concept of rinse and repeat. Why? Because we wanted to use up more shampoo so you would buy more, not because you needed to do it, but yeah. because we wanted you to do it. And I think in video, we need to get a little bit more of that rinse and repeat concept in the minds of, of people making video that you've got to be, you've got to be refining it. Do it again, refining it, doing it again. Yeah, I mean, when you know, we we worked with a client recently who they originally approached us to do a uh, sort of what would have what would have been a five to six minute presentation um, to send out to news and you know essentially a video press release about a new product they were launching. They wanted to basically just interview one of their engineers, and he was going to go into all these details on features and and all these things. And so, of course, we asked the big questions. I mean, what are we actually trying to achieve? Who are we speaking to? And it, it was pretty clear right away that we had two different audiences. We had reporters who might cover the story, and then we had potential buyers. We had these sort of IT and, and you know engineering type people who really did care about the specs. Um, but the problem was, uh, you know, how are we going to measure that? How are we going to know if we're successful? Um, what sort of tangible goal can we create that's measurable? Um, to say, yes, we were successful or no, we were not. So what we did instead is we broke it down to about a 90-second pitch video. And that basically went over the high level, the benefits of the product, and the call to action was to download the white paper. And that had all the specs that you could want about this product in it. And what we ended up seeing was something over like, it was like an 86% retention rate, engagement rate, where people watched, most people watched at the end. And we had a very high um, conversion rate as well. Somewhere in the high 70s or 80%, which was incredible for conversions to these, to these uh, ebook downloads. Excuse me. 
And the best part was that they collected a whole bunch of email addresses that they were then able to follow up with and, and market to. So this, this marketing person that, that we were working with was able to go to her boss and say, not only did we, did we succeed in a measurable way, but we now have an email database that we did not have before. And then we saw them come back the following month and double down on their video. And that's exactly what we want. It's a win-win when our clients can see measurable results because they're going to come back and do more video. And, and we don't want to just be an expense line item. We want to be an investment. Uh, we want people to see the result and, and, and do more video ultimately. And that's such a great example because I think that, you know, that's very specific where they had a white paper ready to go. But I think that the example that we so often see ourselves is kind of referencing what we were saying before. You know, people want to make the one video that covers everything, has every detail, as if, like you said, it is the whole website. Mm -hmm. And I think that what people – uh, clients forget is that this is just one tool that fits into their marketing strategy. And there are things that you can leave out of your video, but then, you know, support through different product pages on your website or, you know, have targeted calls to action that lead them elsewhere. And I think that getting them over that sort of hump because they feel like it is such an investment, I want to get the most out of it is maybe the biggest challenge for people because they, they're, they're not yet looking at it as a tool. They're looking at it as a home run. And yeah. so, you know, from, from your perspective, what are some of the, if, if I'm a client to you and I'm, I'm having difficulty getting over that hump, what's your argument to me? Well, you know, Phil Nottingham had a great quote at WistiaFest. You know, he said, if we're going to measure all players on a soccer team, you know, like we do videos, we're going to expect our defensemen, our goalie to score goals. And it's not the job of the goalie to score goals, but the team sets up the, the offense, you know, to score the goals. So I think, uh, you know, the example that you guys had in a past episode about why software companies, uh, software as a service companies need two videos was great. The first one focuses on the high level benefits. Um, when somebody lands on your homepage, they're expecting, they're trying to get one question answered. What is this product and how is it going to help me? And then they're going to hopefully raise their hand in some way, give you an email address and move on to the next question they're going to have, which is, you know, how exactly does it work? What does the interface look like? And that's where you do your, your demonstration video. And then they might say, okay, well, now I'm comparing it between another product, but how do I know yours is, is the better product for me? Now we go into our testimonial videos. But if you try to do that all with the first video, you're probably going to bore somebody to the point where they're just going to get confused and they're not going to, you know, follow that journey along. Um, I think that's really it. It's kind of looking at your video as, as like a, like a soccer team. You need several players and the, you know, the more you can break that up into that, you know, like we said, five course, seven course meal, the more effective each of those pieces can be. And you can iterate those. You can look at each piece individually and, and, and maximize those micro conversion uh, steps along the way. Yeah, I like that uh, that analogy with the soccer team. And it, as a sports fan, it's always you always hear like, "Oh, well, that play that's not the kind of play that'll show up in a box score." You know, they right. they always say that, and that's really the kinds of videos that you're talking about. The ones that, yeah, they're they're not in the uh, the first fig, you know, five big stat lines, but they're mm -hmm. they're helping your team win, so to speak. Yeah, let's let's focus on the assists more than the goals. I think there that's where, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But have you ever looked at like a six year old soccer team? everybody's trying to score a goal. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I think that, exactly. That's that's a great analogy because that's really where I guess most people, how most people are viewing the uh, video marketing. It's just the 12 kids or 10 kids or whatever it is. I'm such a big soccer fan, obviously. Uh, chasing the ball around all in once. Yeah. yeah. It's, it reminds me, that's how the old video games used to work before like they had uh, before they all had different controls based on what position they were, once like the ball was hiked, this is like the early Sega games. Mm -hmm. Everyone just followed the like followed the quarterback all the way around. It was actually incredibly easy to cheat because you just had to go from one end of the screen 
down to the other and just outrun them. There's going to be people in our audience who know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't worry. Okay. Well, why don't we uh, maybe do a, a little summary, you know, um, for this episode? And because there's, and I'd love to have you come back, Jeff, for another sure. episode because we got tons of stuff to, that we 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 can and should be talking about. Uh, but why don't we why don't we do a little summary um, about the importance of strategy and planning uh, when it comes to video marketing? Sure. I mean, I think it's really it's just always starting with that question: why? So why video as a tactic? And you know, are there potentially better ways to accomplish what we're trying to trying to achieve? So let's ask why, what the message is, who we're trying to target, what action are we trying to get them to, to take as a result, or what change in behavior are we trying to make? Um, let's avoid fuzzy words like, you know, education and increasing awareness and engagement. Um, you know, let's look at some, some tactical things, at least to start with. Um, you know, awareness is great for Coca-Cola with a large budget, but if you're making one or two videos this year, let's, let's tackle something that we can actually, we can, we can focus on. Yeah, I think I think focusing on tangible is good. You know, get away from the warm fuzzy. That's right. Yeah, something yeah, something you can actually measure with uh, you know, some analytics that are already out there as opposed to like you said, increase awareness. Well, what does that mean? What are you going to What gonna, does that mean? What, what are you going to take a poll in the street and ask people, you know, how how aware are you of my product? It doesn't work that way. I think that's a a great summary for uh I think an important uh, episode because this is, you know, I look at strategy as one of the bookends to a good video marketing, uh, to basically video marketing, strategy on one end, production in the middle, and then measurement and, and refinement on mm-hmm. the, uh, on the back end. Nice, a nice little Oreo cookie. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yes. Video Oreo cookies. Yes. We're just, we're just killing the analogies today. <laughs> yes. We're really into food, I guess. Yeah. Well, with that, we've come to the end of another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. And I want to thank our guest, Jeff Peltier from uh, Base2 Media, uh, for joining us on this episode. And Jeff, I hope that uh, you'll come back, like I said, on, uh, you know, on some uh, future episodes. We've got lots to talk about. Yep, anytime. So to everybody else out there, I just want uh, to remind you that you can subscribe to this podcast and our monthly newsletter and get complete access to the show notes by going to videomarketing20.net. That's videomarketing20.net. We're going to have a lot of the things that we talked about on the show notes page with links to uh, to to uh, Base2 Media. A lot of the things that uh, we, we touched on in terms of strategy will also be on the show notes page. Of course, you can also go and download this episode on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and on SoundCloud. And, of course, we appreciate any comments or ratings as this helps others discover this podcast and join the new world of video marketing. So for Brendan, myself, and, of course, Jeff, our guest, we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.